My husband is having an affair with your wife. I don't think we should talk about it. Does your pet kill them? Oh, man. Oh, God. 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 Hey there. Welcome to the F Plus Podcast. My name's Levin. And I'm John. And uh, this is a this the the concept of this of this uh, podcast is uh, is essentially to have um, things that are terribly written uh, read with enthusiasm. I don't know right, if that makes sense. That's but that's but that's our concept. Uh, what we did this what we did this week is um, a sort of a special thing. Uh, my wife's uh, uh, father worked as a principal, um, and in one of those kind of like bad kid kind of schools. Um, Right, like troubled youths kind of Right, idea. right, exactly. So it was one of those things where, you know, the teacher goes, go to the principal's office, you know, he's, he's who they're going to see. Right. And what happened was um, when, he, when they went there, he made them all write essays about what they did, uh, why they did it. Um, we actually don't have too many of the essays this time. That's going to be a, a separate podcast. But I like the stuff from the teachers because the teachers, as the voice of authority, like they're failing in that. Uh, was really fun to read, <laughs> and them just kind of being entirely out of their element and and not really knowing what they're doing. Exactly. Um, um, I mean, the one voice I did in particular, we had somebody who was reading a teacher called Terry, or her name was Terry, uh, but I had to fill in because we weren't able to get them on uh, Skype. And you can gradually see her breakdown. You know, she's not type writing in cuss words. Finally, she just writes them out in full. <laughs> it's just, and you can see like what there's one point a student's just blatantly. Uh, going against her authority, and she just—you can tell she's powerless. So that's that's a kind of encouraging, positive thing we're we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, a nice a nice look into the American school system. Right, think great debaters, but without any success. Oh, and by the way, when we were doing it in Skype, uh, Lemon was referring to me as my screen name, French Toast. So it's John, it's me talking, but you'll hear it uh, me referred to as French Toast. Uh, so first thing here, uh, we're just going to get a smattering of um, of uh, various different teacher reports. Uh, just things that stood out in my package of, of uh, sorry, stood out in my package. Um, things that stood out, um, you know, uh, that I thought were funny. So we're just going to go through a couple of those uh, right now. Right. Oh, quick note here about anonymity. Uh, this is a thing dealing with uh, students, kind of a sensitive topic. So there aren't an actual, there's no actual real names in this. If you're hearing, if you're hearing a last name, it's probably a fake last name. So joining us on this podcast this week, uh, we have our four readers. Uh, we have Bump Girl playing the part of uh, Miss British name. Bump Girl, say hello. Hello. I'm apparently supposed to say Hello. We have uh, French Toast playing the part of Terry. Hello. <laughs> that's, that's Terry right there. Uh, we have Acer Akalakaldakal, uh playing various uh, children, mostly. I am not a child. You need to work on that pronunciation a little bit. <laughs> and then we have uh, Bunny Bread, who is largely in the role of the uh, voice of authority. Yes, thank you. But that's pronounced bunny akalotl, so just don't get it right. <laughs> and uh, random hangers on in our group include Frank West. Hello. Isfahan. I'm going to do my best to listen to this whole thing. <laughs> and uh, Hazy Conspiracy, who doesn't uh, have a microphone at the moment, so uh, I think I'm going to pretend like he sounds like this! 
He sounds like static. During the first hour break, I went out to the RVC break area to discover Josie about to use their vending machines. I reminded her that we were not to be in their area and that she should go back to our vending area. She kept saying, hold on, and I asked her politely that if she didn't go back into our break area, that I'd have to tell both Mr. McCullen and Mr. Sweeney that she left our school area. She went ahead and used the vending machine and strutted past me towards the entrance by the office. Due to a meeting in the office... I would not get the opportunity to discuss this matter until the next break. On return from break, she decided to bring both the chips she purchased from the RVC machine and a bottle of Mountain Dew to my classroom. I told her she would have to finish the items before entering class. She entered class and set up the bottle of Mountain Dew on her desk. When I asked her to put it away, she opened it up and took a sip of it. I repeated my quest for her to place the Mountain Dew in her purse, a jacket pocket, or on the desk outside. When she put it underneath the desk, I told her that it was not a suitable place to put it away. When she asked why, I told her it was in plain view under her desk. She asked as if she didn't get the last part, so I repeated the desk, to which she replied, No fucking duh! I asked her to repeat what she'd said, and again it was, No fucking duh! At this point, I was trying to get the glass into assignment, and I told her that this was unacceptable, and I sent her out of the room for her direct opposition to established class rules. I've made mention to her in previous classes that we were not to be outside of our classroom break office area. Both Barb and Carol Ann have had to talk to her in the past for leaving our area. She knew full well she was breaking the rules by being in the RVC area. She knew she was breaking the rules by using their vending machine. She knew she was breaking the rules by sipping her Mountain Dew in class. She knew she was breaking the rules by using the F word. A formal action needs to be taken. <laughs> Report from Ken Washington on fifth hour, February 10th in the year of our Lord, 2000 AD. Tony's behavior was again unacceptable in class. He started class late and then began talking with another student. I asked him several times to be quiet, and he would quit talking for a short moment. He later began to crumple up a piece of scratch paper. The sound disrupted class and lost the focus of everyone's attention. Then he threw the paper at the trash can and missed. He walked in front of the class to throw it away. Again, the class was distracted by his actions. And I stopped teaching until he was done. After sitting down, he began to crumple small pieces of paper and throw them in class. When I went home, I found small pieces of paper in my pocket, evidence that he was throwing them at myself. (laughs) (laughs) Lieutenant, after the small pieces of paper were torn, I saw Tony with an empty pen barrel. It appeared that he was making (laughs) spitballs. Minutes after putting the pen away, he crumpled another sheet of paper. He again walked to the garbage can, cleared his throat, and spit into the garbage can. He was removed from class and sent to the office. He did not go immediately. Rather, he sat outside the room and talked with another student. (laughs) The end. (laughs) (laughs) Melvin, September 21st, third hour in class. 
Melvin was asked to leave last year because of language. Today, in 30 seconds, I heard two mother F and one God D it. <laughs> so I sent him out of the room. It is always directed towards Adonis, with Tariq encouraging Melvin with negative comments towards Adonis. September 22nd, year 2000, third hour, class. Melvin, ask to leave. Number one, wouldn't stop eating. Number two, couldn't stop talking about butt licking. <laughs> <laughs> Once you are on the topic, it's hard to get away. Yeah, we've all been there. And that is the case file of Melvin. It's Melvin. true. It's true. A part when I start Melvin. talking about butt licking, I have a hard time stopping. Yeah, to get back on the butt licking thing. Uh... <laughs> I kind of feel like we lost track of what this is about. Now back to butt licking. <laughs> I like that he talks about butt-licking while he's eating. <laughs> well, you know, if you've had the cafeteria food, it's not that far off from butt-licking. Man, this tastes a lot better than that butt I licked the other day. <laughs> I mean, Maybe it's a philosophical. You know, this is definitely superior. French fries and analingus. <laughs> well, what do you dip your fries in? Jesus. Crustered <laughs> oh. is the nastiest. <laughs> This McDonald's marketing meeting is over. <laughs> <laughs> Once more, we've accomplished nothing. <laughs> Melvin, October 2nd, third class. Melvin slept the entire period. October 2nd, fourth hour class. Melvin asked to go to restroom. I told him no, but he walked out anyway. He has not accomplished anything. Melvin told me he was leaving and walked out of class about 11.05. And if that made no sense whatsoever, that's because there was a cat in front of the screen at the same time. <laughs> I just thought it was a badly written note. Yeah, I thought it was really Oh, it also note. was a badly written note. He did ask to go to restroom. <laughs> yes. okay. He asked go to restroom. He not accomplished a thing. He says he whacked out of class. Which would be way more. He was whack in class. January 27th, 1999. Mike and Adam were seen rolling dice on the floor of the men's bathroom during first break. They picked up the dice but did not exit the bathroom. When I returned to the bathroom, the two of them were rolling dice on the floor. Mike had a few single-dollar bills in his hand. I asked for the die, but Mike said things were cool. I asked for them again, or told Mike to give the dice to Mr. Sweeney. Mike claimed to have thrown them in the garbage can. I could not see them in the can. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> That's some uh, ace detective work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, man, that's the shit. Where? It doesn't matter. I've met this guy before. <laughs> Said things were cool. Your hand. They didn't feel too cool to me. There were quotes around cool. <laughs> he said things were cool and you totally couldn't see it but i was doing little finger quotes as well <laughs> no, i felt it i felt it <laughs> things oh, were have... cool when i ascertained that they were actually lame <laughs> yeah i love i love the formality of the teachers conflicting with the students here it's pretty awesome todd ryan 9 a.m october 17th 2000 after a discussion of why todd had to work in my joining room i told him he was expected to work when he came to school I told him to go into the room and get his work completed. 
He replied with, you don't want to mess with me today. <laughs> as a threat and informed Marilyn about the information. Sincerely, Michael W. Fitzgerald. <laughs> October 27th, 2000. Six period class. Alberts. Alberts insisted on reading the newspaper during work time and made a big deal about the ladies in the Coles ad who were only wearing underwear. So when it came time to check our work, I wheeled the table into the hall and asked him to bring a chair. He knocked over his chair and grabbed a different one. When out in the hall, he wadded up his paper and said, you can't make me do this effing work. I said, fine, go to the office. I don't think he went to the office. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. I guess rocket scientist teachers over there. (laughs) (laughs) Student name Marcus, September 29th, time 1045. After being asked to sit down, I was told, I am not listening to you. He was asked to leave my classroom. Signed, Mrs. British name. Yep, shot. Follow up. Mrs. British name refuses to have him return to her class. D, the principal. <laughs> yeah, she's harsh. You don't listen to her. You can't ever come to class again. Damn. So the kid was like excommunicated? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. <laughs> excommunicated from her class. Now oh. he'll never learn. Jeez. Pope British name. Oh! Uh, Three days previously, we had Marcus, September 26th. Language, argumentative, and some words were very inappropriate. (laughs) Oh, Marcus. Hey, teacher. Hey, teacher. (laughs) Butt-licking. Well, maybe he was going on about the Democrats during the Republican convention. That would be inappropriate. (laughs) Josh. October 2nd, 2000. Third period. Class. Josh was eating in class. He put it away, but then got it out again. I told him to go to the office. I heard the F word, plus others, four times on his way out of the door. He never went to the office. Stayed in the break area. Terry. I, I like the idea that Terry like watches them leave and then just goes, "Oh, that kid." She's got a clicker under the desk, <laughs> and he was just walking really slow. <laughs> Any others? Um, I've got one about Adam here. Excellent. Um, April twelfth, two thousand. Adam was asked to limit his conversation to the math practice test he was working on with another student. He responded by using the F word and justifying his discussion because he was working. His classroom behavior was uncalled for, inappropriate, and unacceptable. Signed, Mrs. British name. (laughs) She is a hard ass. She is a hard ass. She really is. You can't even say fuck during math. I mean, that's where it's necessary. (laughs) Exactly. David, September 1st, 2000, third period, class. Everyone is quiet and working when David blurts out, Adonis eats tampons. (laughs) (laughs) September 8th, 2000, third period, class. 
David went to leave before class was over. I said, David, sit down. He said, my mama don't talk to me like that. Fuck. <laughs> is, is jewelry is jewelry appropriate? Derek. <laughs> September 8th, 2000. Fourth period, class. Miss Tolleson. David was told to work and be quiet. I st- he stayed in. I don't fucking care about the GED class. Inappropriate language. You know, if you want to break a silence, I think Adonis eats tampons will really do it. <laughs> See, but I want to point out something in particular here. Terry has always been saying the F word or GD it. And finally, at the end of that one, she just writes out fuck. <laughs> she's totally reached her limit. Yeah, she's broken. And then the next one is done by Miss Tolleson. So she just, somebody else had to. Well, the way you read it, it sounds like she was saying it instead of him. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Well, that's the, way it's t- that's the way it's written, it seems like. But she writes it out in full in any case. Fuck! No quotation. <laughs> so, as I said, we do, we're, we're going to be doing a different uh, podcast down the road at some point, hopefully, uh, about uh, the actual kids' letters um, that we've amassed uh, to get them in. But we do have a very select couple um, and you know, these are, these, there's only, there's only two of them. Uh, but personally, uh, I feel their quality. Uh, so we're just going to, we're going to let you listen to those right now. Right. I would definitely agree. The amusing part of this note is that it's written on paper with, with letterhead growth in the future. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, interesting. Mr. M, I regret to tell you this, but I cannot go to Miss Warden's class. I can't concentrate in there, and she doesn't try to help the students. When we ask a question, we get our heads bitten off. When she makes a mistake and is confronted by it, she makes an excuse. I would rather have Mr. Barbell twice a day again this year. Mike. (laughs) All right. Alan, what I need to do to sick said... I need to stay in school and do my work. Also, I need to stay at work and pay attention in class. <laughs> to stay in school is the only way I'm going to get a good paying job. The most important thing for me to do is do me work so I can sex said in class and life. My life is not going anywhere unless I get throw school and get a good job. To be a successful person, I must be the best I can be. But if I'm not, all I can do is try my best at what I'm doing. Most of the time, I just sleep because school is too complicated for me to understand. I just can't get the stuff through my head. It just goes in one ear and out the other. I don't know why it does. <laughs> that's what I need to do to sex said in life and school. <laughs> I feel like someone's going to have a hard time succeeding. <laughs> Was he voted most likely to succeed? <laughs>
Uh, our next section is is another section of teacher notes, but they're all specifically about uh, one child. And right. the child has the um, really sort of strange name as a, of Adonis. I, I yes. don't, I don't Egyptian, know how you have a baby. Either, yeah. Yeah, and it's Egyptian look, or Greek, but it's like the god of beauty or something like that. Exactly. I don't, you know, that's. I mean, was the baby very muscular? And you went like, "Wow, look at that baby six pack." Yeah, maybe it's aspirational, is what I think the idea. Okay, is. okay. But uh, the thing is, from what we're going to read, uh, I don't know if he physically he may have lived up to the name, but otherwise, that's up to debate. Yeah, he had some lady issues. Adonis did. <laughs> Right. It's interesting because, I mean, at some points you can see he's saying he's reformed and then he's back and forth. There seemed to be a lot of work put into rehabilitating or bringing him back, and so much of it didn't seem to take. And there was a lot of interest in Adonis, I've noticed. It was the name that constantly came up in the packet, and and your character specifically, Terry. Terry really, really was up in Adonis' business. (laughs) Right. Uh, so yeah, we're just going to give you the pack of, uh, of the Adonis material and, uh, yeah, enjoy. The probation office has requested information regarding Adonis's behavior, effort, and attitude. Especially important is any information regarding recent improvements as he has told the pre-sentencing officer that he has found the Lord in his attitude towards school. Please have this information turned into barb by Friday, November 19th before you leave. Grades are not that important unless there has been significant improvement since the quarter grade, as I will be sending a copy of his quarter report card. The next day, Mrs. British name responds, This quarter, as of November 1st, Adonis is missing five assignments. His behavior has shown some improvement. He still gets distracted easily and loves to talk. But he is paying better attention during presentation. Hopefully his next test will produce a passing score. The homework homework effort is a major concern. Mrs. British name. Adonis still has difficulty controlling his personal agenda so he can focus on his schoolwork. He still has a hard time getting to class on time. Assignments he wanted to take home to finish have not been returned. For two days this week, he copied poems out of a chicken soup book. I was so happy to see him interested in a book that I let him uh, let him be, even though that wasn't the lesson. I heard him say that he has found the Lord, but I haven't noticed any changes. Terry. <laughs> Please be advised that Mr. Adrian's religious conversion has had a dramatic impact not only upon his classroom performance, but his personal behavior and hygiene as well. (laughs) During a break time yesterday, I was handed a note from a female student that requested me to talk with Adonis concerning sexual noises being made by Adonis and directed towards this student. In the note, the student informs me this started at the beginning of the semester, but stopped for a while and has recently started again. This is clearly a case of sexual harassment and will be handled accordingly. Adonis was brought into my office by myself at the end of the fifth period yesterday, and we discussed the situation. He acknowledged, knowing who the student making the complaint would be, Adonis was informed that any future occurrence of sexual harassment will result in suspension from school for a period of three days. A second occurrence will result in termination of enrollment. This note also sheds light on some behavior we have noticed lately. On November 8, 1999, 
Adonis was making references to little Peter while pointing to his pants in a class <laughs> that both he and the complaining student are enrolled. <laughs> a few days earlier, Adonis was observed licking the viewport glass of a classroom that the complaining student was attending. <laughs> and there's your ending. Charming fellow. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Adonis took a seduction community class. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last the last part I want to share with you is that um, uh, my wife's father, when he when he sent um, when he sent the packet to me. Um, there was there was an extra thing that came in there, and it was a it was a handwritten letter uh, that his mother forced him to write when he was thirteen um, as punishment for some sort of you know I don't know it was vandalism I believe, um, and I guess that's where he got the idea of of taking you know troublemaker kids and and having them write a letter as punishment, uh, but but we but he sent the letter and there's a special envelope. Uh, that the letter uh, came in, which uh, is going to be read right after the letter, uh, which is, I just like the juxtaposition. And that's how uh, he found it uh, when it was, when it, when he was looking through his mother's stuff and, and found it, uh, the letter inside of this envelope. Uh, the letter is being read by my wife, uh, you know, sort of appropriately enough. Uh, so let's do that. What a 13-year-old boy should and should not do, and why. (laughs) A 13-year-old boy should be considerate of others, should not trespass on other people's property, and should not break the law. Because if I am not considerate to others, people will not like you, and people will not think you are polite. You should not trespass on other people's property. Because first of all, it is against the law. And second is that if you break something or damage the yard, you will get in a lot of trouble. And if something is stolen and someone sees you around there, you will be responsible. I should not break the law, because if I did, my family would suffer as much as I would. I would be the one to suffer the most, because I would have a record at the police station. And when I get in trouble, there would be a police car at our house. And there would be people around talking about you. And people would be getting the wrong impression about you. Then no one would trust me. And I would not be able to get a job working around the yard for anyone. People would say, look at that boy. He's the one who got in trouble with the police. Sure would not like to have my boy turn out to be like him. (laughs) Your parents would suffer because people would think that they are bringing you up right. People would think that it is your mom and dad's fault because they had not been treating you right. If you broke the law, no one in the block would forget that a police car came up to your door and got you. And that's it. We got you. The police car killed him? Got you. Hey, He's all over the place with the tense or the, the, the pronouns. I couldn't tell if it was about me or 
I don't know. <laughs> I just like the part where he's kind of buttering it up. It's like, and it would be blamed on my parents, who are really good parents and who treated me great. <laughs> you can and tell. it would make my awesome. parents look bad, who are making me write this thing. And I hope that my parents, who are making me write this thing, really truly believe that I am completely contrite and will not trespass <laughs> on his property again. Exactly. And he never did anything bad again. (laughs) (laughs) And to that end, uh, Bunny Bread's got the uh, envelope that it came in. Oh, okay. So I'm supposed to read off the whole shebang? I mean, there's a lot of names here, so I can skip a lot. Well, yeah, skip the names, but yeah. Okay. Dear Mr. and Mrs. M, we've received a report from the police indicating that your son Daniel has been involved in the use of drugs. Please arrange for a parent to bring him to the juvenile court office on August 16th at 10 a.m. to see Mr. Sanchez. Please ring the bell to be admitted to the building. Sincerely yours, Goldie Flenderson, Chief Probation <laughs> Officer. <laughs> this is Goldie Flenderson. Excuse me. I'm married. So that's the uh, that's the end of our that's the end of our podcast today. Uh, John, what do you think you learned today from all this? I learned that you can talk about eating and butt looking at the same time. Um, I just learned uh, just seeing things from both the student side and the teacher side, just having two sorts of people in conflict kind of shoved together to try and help each other out. It's a really interesting situation. And it also leads to a lot of vulgarity and a lot of funny things about tampons being written. So it's all really I learned that I learned that teachers are much worse writers than I assumed they'd be. Yeah, yeah, it's doctor's handwriting all over. You know, you go, well, it's not just the handwriting. I mean, you go through, like, six years of college, and you can't seem to put together a sentence. I find that strange. I don't know. I kind of gave him a little louis. I attributed that to stress, just because, you know, banging out this, he talked about tampons in class. (laughs) Get it out there. (laughs) Uh, We hope you enjoyed uh, this broadcast. I want you to please visit our website at thefplus, that's T-H-E-F-P-L dot U-S. Um, and also, I want to give a uh, very hearty and wonderful thanks uh, to Mr. Boots Ranger, who's not talking because he's been recording uh, for uh, this entire uh, duration. And, and we'll be editing this, and I want, to, I want to thank him very much for that. Yeah, he's done us a real solid, because being... Me and Lemon here were talking about who's going to edit, who's going to do this, this, and that. And, you know, like I was going to switch off. So having one person edit, record, do all that is really, really cool. So that's really helpful. Plus, plus we would make it sound badly. Um, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, all we have. Well, that's all we have for this week. Please do visit the website and give us submissions. We need terrible writing. Uh, the specific things that we're looking for are up on the site. Uh, that's T-H-E-F-P-L dot U-S. Uh, my name is Lemon. I'm John. And uh, thank you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.